This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, close to a thousand employees at the Social Security Administration had some discrepancies with their paychecks. Executives at Voice of America see their security clearances restored. And a whistleblower's claim leads to more efficient contracting practices at Health and Human Services. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Interior Business Center says some 1,000 workers at the Social Security Administration should get paid today after employees discovered problems with their most recent paychecks. The American Federation of Government Employees says some SSA workers saw zeros on their pay stubs for the last pay period. SSA says 992 employees were impacted by an undetermined error. It told AFGE employees would get at least a partial paycheck by the official payday next Tuesday. IBC says it will process pay for these employees manually. SSA is preparing messages to impacted employees about what to expect. The State Department Inspector General clears six whistleblowers at the U.S. Agency for Global Media, which oversees Voice of America. The IG found the agency's former CEO, Michael Pack, improperly retaliated against the employees by revoking their security clearances. The IG found PAC asked political staff to compile dossiers on other executives. New agency leadership under the Biden administration reinstated the security clearances and returned the executives to their former positions. A whistleblower prompts better spending practices at the Health and Human Services Department. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. HHS will strengthen internal controls when using other transaction authorities for procurements outside of the federal acquisition regulation. That follows recommendations by its inspector general. The IG had confirmed mishandling of $84 million in OTA spending by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute after an alert by a whistleblower. Blood Institute officials disputed OIG's findings, but then the Office of Special Counsel weighed in to support the whistleblower and the inspector general. I'm Tom Tammen. The Government Accountability Office is upskilling its analyst workforce as part of its data strategy. Here's Federal News Network story Heckman. GAO, which turns 100 years old this month, estimates that for every dollar Congress invests in its budget, it flags about $114 in potential cost savings. But in order to maintain this return on investment, the watchdog is looking at ways to make its workforce more familiar with data analytics and artificial intelligence tools. Taka Ariga, GAO's first chief data scientist, says the agency's data strategy will look at improving the overall data literacy of its workforce. Our employees recognize this sort of a traditional way of doing things are no longer sufficient. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Air Force will fully implement its Tenets Bill of Rights by October, almost four months past the original deadline. The service initially planned to have all 18 policies set in place by June, but four of them still are not available everywhere. These remaining rights include a universal lease, which standardizes the contents of every privatized housing lease, and a formal dispute resolution process. This process will enable tenants to withhold rent payments while disputes with property owners are being resolved. Military commanders are currently in charge of legal decisions regarding their subordinates. However, they may not be properly trained. 
Federal News Network, Scott Massioni reports. Military commanders are not taking the proper legal training courses and military services are not documenting which legal classes commanders are enrolling in. That's according to a new report by the Government Accountability Office. The report poses more questions about the competency of military commanders to make complex legal decisions like when a case should be prosecuted. There's currently a bill in both houses of Congress that would take non-military crimes out of the chain of command. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. The Marine Corps is no longer requiring most of its service members to take pictures of their tattoos when applying for re-enlistment or special duty assignments. Under the new policy, Marines who do not have visible tattoos while wearing their uniform will not need to send in photos of them. The Marine Corps is currently undergoing an effort to eliminate unconscious bias from promotion boards. Is it time for the military to take action against cyber criminals? A top official at U.S. Cyber Command thinks so. Kurt Sanger, who serves as general counsel for the command, said in a recent op-ed on LawfareBlog.com that ransomware and other kinds of cyber attacks have reached the point where it may be time for the military to get involved. Sanger says the threats now are so numerous that law enforcement entities are unable to keep up. A batch of Pentagon nominees get their shot to prove themselves in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee next week. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has details. The committee meets July 13th to consider the nomination of Carlos del Toro, President Biden's pick for Navy Secretary. The retired Navy commander and business executive would be just the second-ever Hispanic individual to lead the sea service. Joining del Toro will be four additional nominees, including Gilbert Cisneros Jr. to be Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, and Kathleen Miller, the pick for DOD Comptroller. The Senate has confirmed just six of Biden's DOD nominees thus far. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Employees at the National Archives and Records Administration would return in person to tackle a growing backlog of records requests under a new bill in Congress. Congressman Fred Keller introduced the Records Act, which would restore pre-pandemic staffing levels at the National Personnel Records Center in an effort to reduce certain record request backlogs. The bill would increase the number of employees working in person and require the National Archivist to develop a plan to improve operations at the center. The Archivist would also submit a report on the center's progress 90 days after staffing levels are restored. GSA's 8A Stars 3 contract may have gotten the go-ahead to proceed, but it's not out of the woods yet. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. GSA tried to make the 8A Stars 3 contract protest-proof by having a rolling set of awards. Unfortunately, the Small Business Administration threw a wrench into that idea. IT Objects submitted a protest to the Government Accountability Office after SBA, not GSA, decided it was ineligible for an award. IT Objects is an 8A protege in the SBA's mentor-protege program. The protester says SBA wrongfully deemed them ineligible for an award. GAO has until October 12th to decide the protest. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Innovative healthcare solutions are in demand at the Veterans Affairs Department. The VA and the Founder Institute are taking pitch applications through July 30th for its Breaking Boundaries Collaboration Challenge. 20 healthcare innovators, nonprofits, entrepreneurs, startups, or academic affiliates will be invited to pitch Veterans Health Administration leadership on their early stage solutions. The pitch event is part of the lead-up to the VHA's 2021 Innovation Experience event in October. And auditors delivered yet another tough blow to the VA and its electronic health record project. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. 
A small percentage of VA employees could easily navigate the health record after training and months of use. The VA IG says serious training deficiencies are part of the problem. Employees didn't get enough time to train on the new EHR before it went live in Spokane, Washington last fall. Some employees say the training itself was a waste of time. Data shows employees saw fewer patients while training on the EHR and later using the new product. Nicole Lagrisco, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.